Have you been struggling to create content that inspires and persuades your audience to take action? Stay tuned because we've got some helpful copywriting tips coming up in this episode. Ready? Let's go. Hey, you. Welcome to the Messy Desk Podcast, where you'll find honest conversations about productivity, mindset, and marketing. If you're an overwhelmed business owner who wants to achieve more but could use a little guidance and coaching, then you're in the right place. Ready to dive in? Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Megan Monahan, your digital marketing strategist. And I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. Well, in case you didn't already know, copywriting is the process of writing persuasive marketing and promotional materials that motivate people to take some form of action, such as make a purchase, click on a link, donate to a cause, or even schedule a consultation. Copywriting appears everywhere. It's used in printed marketing materials, as well as online in blog posts, sales pages, and social media posts. Even videos and podcasts use copywriting techniques. Let's face it, almost all marketing requires the ability to convince people to take action. That's why way back in episode nine, we said that copywriting is a skill that every marketer needs. And by the way, if you run a business, well, you're also a marketer then. So we're talking to you. Although Teresa and I are not professional copywriters, we've certainly had to improve our persuasive writing skills. These days, copywriting is even a part of content marketing since you've got to inspire action along that customer journey. The fact is, strengthening your writing is never a waste of time. No, it's, it's really not. Even with ChatGPT available to you, copywriting tips can and will improve your content and hopefully your conversions. If you're using AI-generated content, then these tips can guide your prompts. We'll talk about prompts a little more later. And the resources we mentioned will be linked in the show notes and on the Messy Desk website. Okay, let's dive in. The first copywriting tip is to focus your content on your prospect, not yourself. It's not that you can't share your stories and experiences, but when you're trying to emotionally and intellectually connect with prospects, you must put them at the center. Appeal and relate to them by acknowledging their struggles, their desires, and their feelings. This will help them better relate to your content. When you're storytelling and advising, switch from your perspective to that of your prospective customer. Speak directly to your audience with you rather than using we. Why? Because it's more effective to position yourself as an authoritative expert who can guide them. When you use we in your writing, you come across as a person who commiserates with them rather than as a person that they can rely on to solve their problem. And speaking directly to your audience draws them in. It's another way to get them to relate to your content and feel emotionally connected to what you're talking about. How you address their problems and concerns depends on where they are in their buying journey. Cold, warm, and hot leads are at different points in their awareness. So 
plan your copywriting accordingly. Our second tip is to use copywriting formulas, templates, and tools to come up with persuasive content. As Megan and I have discussed before, templates simplify your work and they reduce friction in getting tasks done, which we love for marketing productivity. Yes, we definitely do. (laughs) Expert copywriters have tested lots of tactics and methods, so why not utilize their expertise and knowledge? Exactly. There are tried and true formulas that make copywriting easier, faster, and better. Copy Hackers and Smart Blogger are two resources that offer how-tos for formulas and examples. Instead of starting from scratch, you can also try fill-in-the-blank templates, online apps, or AI tools. Some options are funnel scripts and closers copy. I sometimes use Jim Edwards copywriting tools, but all three of those options require an investment. So right now you're probably thinking, can you use ChatGPT? (laughs) Yes, of course you can. With ChatGPT or any AI content generator, it's all about how advanced the tool is and the prompts you use. A prompt is the phrase you input into the tool to specify what you want written. You've got to get really good at AI prompts to make the output good. It's like that old saying goes, garbage in, garbage out. So you need to get specific with what you want written. SEO.ai has a prompt guide, so definitely check that out. And the newer version of ChatGPT will likely be a lot better at copywriting. And as time goes on, all AI tools will improve. Since effective copywriting is all about your prospects' emotions and desires, you need to get inside their head. And that's tip number three. One of the best methods to discover what's on your prospect's mind is to talk to prospects and existing customers. In what Megan and I do, we end up face-to-face with people all the time. And this can provide really awesome insight. But if your business doesn't include frequent client interactions, then you can use other methods of research to understand your market better. That's right. You may need to get creative and research more about your audience. So I'm going to go over some suggestions of places to research and bear with me because this is kind of a long list. First of all, there's your competitors marketing. You can get on their email lists and you can consume their content, whether that be video content, blogs, whatever. You want to consume it because they'll be copywriting too. So you'll learn some of what your prospects want by looking at your competitors' content. We just talked about prompts and chat GPT. So you could use a prompt like, what are the main struggles or issues that X faces when Y? So what are the main issues that businesses face when trying to write blog content? That was an example that I would use if I was using chat GPT to research my audience. And I recently um, used this exact same prompt and just changed the input output so that I could um, see what it would, what chat GPT would spit out for me. And it was scary accurate. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. I've tried that too. And I've had pretty good results with that particular prompt. You can also go look on Amazon at product reviews or book reviews. Uh, I do go look at book reviews frequently to see what people are saying, because sometimes you'll find out pain points that they have or positives that really help you figure out where they are. 
in their mind. Then also, some people may re reach out to you on social media and direct messages or via email. So check there. You can look on forums and in Quora. You could also take a survey. Now, there are email surveys that you could send out to your list. But of course, you could also do like a pop-up on your website. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but I get those sometimes when on people's websites that say, hey, would you mind taking a survey? <laughs> and I like to do that, so I often do it. And then sometimes websites have chat bots that you can also use um, to take surveys. Social media comments are another place to find out more about your target market. I especially like Facebook groups. You know, these are maybe getting a little less valuable as less people are spending time on Facebook, but some of the groups are still really active. So you can find information there. And then, of course, my favorite of all is looking at data, statistics, and research. So I often go for my uh, for my audience, my target market. I would look at places like Statista or and I. I've also mentioned this other one before, the annual blogger survey from Orbit Media is very, it has a lot of insight for me. So those are some ideas. But whatever you do, wherever you look, make sure you make a list of what you discover in your research. Then address those concerns, struggles, feelings in your copywriting. And I'm just going to tag on to what Megan said. Absolutely make sure you're taking notes while you're doing research. You will not remember all the things you discover. So Good tip, Megan. <laughs> All right. Copywriting tip number four is to get super specific. When you avoid vague statements and provide the juicy details, you boost your credibility and trustworthiness. And people tend to like the details. Use very specific or exact statistics, numbers, outcomes, timeframes or timing, client or customer stories. And make sure you're including names, though you can substitute the names for confidentiality and privacy reasons, of course. People will believe those detailed numbers over general estimates. Let me just give you an example. Saying that 78.5% of your clients had an increase in results is more convincing than saying more than half did. Plus, the numbers stand out more and they kind of catch your eye, so it's a better visual. And storytelling is one of the best ways to relate to your prospects and appeal to their emotional side. Copywriting's goal is to convince people to take action. So the more proof you offer, the more believable your writing and the higher your chance of conversions. When you create content, it's not unusual to focus more on the what rather than the why. But the what isn't nearly as persuasive as the why. For example, most SaaS, and that's software as a service, so most of those types of companies talk about their features. The features are what they offer, but why should their prospects care about those features? What are the benefits of those features? And that brings us to copywriting tip number five. When you're writing about the features of your offer or you're trying to get someone to take action, ask yourself, so what? Why would my prospect care about this? Asking so what helps you get to the core of why this or that matters to your target market so that you can include it in your copywriting. In the process, it makes your copywriting more effective. So for example, I may talk about the features of six months of one-to-one -one coaching with me. Then I'd ask, so what? 
what does six months of one-to-one coaching mean or why should it matter to my prospect? What's the benefit for them? Well, the benefit is that you get to reach out to me directly anytime you need help, guidance, support, or accountability for an entire six months. This will help my clients make better, faster progress in their business. Asking yourself, so what, will help you to explain the benefits to your prospects, which is much more powerful for converting them into a customer or client. The what tends to appeal to people's logic, and the why tends to appeal to their emotions. And the why, or the benefit, is usually the reason the person invests in something. And to reward you for staying to the end, we have a bonus tip. Woohoo! <laughs> and that bonus is to use a hook for your first sentence or your email subject line. You might be wondering, what's a hook? A hook is what you present off the bat to your audience that gets them interested or hooks them into consuming your content. It's about grabbing attention and leading your audience to take action. So here are a few ideas for hooks. Ask a question, make an outrageous claim, share a shocking or surprising statistic, start with a relatable metaphor, or begin with an irresistible story. Inevitably, at some point in your business, you'll need your content to motivate your audience to take action. That's why your sales pages, blog posts, scripts, emails, and even social media posts will all benefit from a lesson in copywriting. After all, effective copywriting takes practice and skill. It's not always easy to eliminate the barriers in your prospect's mind, but hopefully these tips help to make the process easier. We offered some helpful business writing tips in episode 14, so be sure to check that out too. Yes, very good stuff. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love a five-star review. And you can visit MessyDeskPodcast.com for this episode's transcript. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, bye. A hook is what you present to get... (laughs) Oh, my God. Take 367. (laughs) Copywriting tips can, can, it's like a can and at the same time. I'm just doing that. I'm trying to save time here by (laughs) condensing all the words and merging words together this time around. Right, right. In their, in the, I say that all over again now. Damn it. (laughs) We were so close. (laughs) It's only the first one. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay, there's your cop copywriters. <laughs> that's not even the word that's on there. You're on mute. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. I coughed and then I never took myself off mute. Really good. This happens at every networking meeting. Somebody says, Teresa, you're on mute. Never in a in a podcast recording though. Yeah, I think that is the first time. <laughs>